Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah! You know what's funny? That's all true, the meat district part in particular. It is 10 days. You're right about that, Chris. But the game last night in Indiana has become just kind of this thing in the way, way, way distant rearview mirror because Kyrie Irving, about what, Emily, an hour or so ago? Yeah, during Astley. Uh, yeah, during Astley said, you know what? Yeah, I'm good. I'd like to get out of Brooklyn. Uh, please trade me in the next six days. Um, and if you don't, I'm going to walk as a free agent at the end of the year. So now we're talking all about whether Kyrie should come or not. Here's something we haven't even mentioned, and Kyrie come to the Lakers or not, to be a little more specific. Um, what were we talking about before this news broke? And we were talking about the quote from Darvin Ham, and, and I'll paraphrase here a little bit. He, Darv, uh, Anthony Davis made the game-winning basket last mm-hmm. night, and he, he had the game-winning defensive play as well. In back-to-back possessions, he was awesome, and they won the game. And afterwards, Darvin Ham basically said, look, we're going to go as far as AD takes us. And not just AD being available, but him playing at a super high level. Yeah, the other guys matter, but AD is the way that this thing goes. I agree with him. We spent half an hour or so talking about that. If, if, if the Lakers make a move for Kyrie Irving, that's not necessarily true anymore. It's, I mean, much better with him, obviously, but Ky- if Anthony Davis gets hurt again, and if you're Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Darvin Ham, you have to at least prepare for the possibility of that being true. Kyrie and LeBron is a far different combination than Russell mm. Westbrook and LeBron. That duo is still a duo that could give people problems. Are they the best team in the Western Conference? Probably not. Are they better than Russell Westbrook and LeBron James? Yeah, oh. for, for for sure. And so it gives you a little bit of fudge factor on Anthony Davis, where even if he's you know there but not playing great or unavailable because he gets hurt again, those two guys still kind of keep you in it. And we've seen that without Anthony Davis, without Kyrie Irving, that's not true. Trav, it's actually it's interesting because I think the Kyrie and Braun together – uh, where Kyrie's the second best player on the team, you hit it perfect. And I'm not going to exaggerate here, and I'm not going to be too dramatic. They ain't coming out of the West. They're not. Um, there's other teams that are going to be better. But you kind of framing it that way, um, they still could be a problem. And they still, the the you know, we talk about this, just use as an example, peanut butter and jelly is a really good mix together. It's a perfect mix together. I like it. You like it. A lot of people like it. It just meshes. What you can't have is two things, and I think the the Russ and the LeBron project of, no, no, they can work together. They can mesh. It's clear. Hey, listen, they're trying to make the best of it. That trade was an awful trade. It yeah. did not work out for the Los Angeles Lakers if when when Magic said, hey, I was throwing him a layup, DeMar DeRozan's agent was calling me, um, and, and they could have went and got DeMar. It's clear that that didn't fit. Nobody has ever said Kyrie and LeBron don't fit. No, that's that's a fit. I think the AD piece that you're talking about, it still is the most important piece for any championship run, but Kyrie actually would fit with those two players um, the way Russell Westbrook never did. 
and it would allow you to stay in it even if Anthony Davis is unavailable. Because like I, I, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to do it anyway. I still expect Anthony Davis to be unavailable at some point again. At you know, I, and I hope to be wrong, and I'm knocking on the table and all those things. But I'm going to do what I I'm going to go on what I've seen for the last couple of years, which is he's in and out of the lineup. I'm not saying he's going it's going to be shut down for the year, but in and out of the lineup. If you had that second guy, Kyrie, they could win. They could continue to win some games, and, and that's that's different. That without Anthony Davis right now, despite the fact that they hung around 500 without him. Um, I think that was a bit of a small sample size, a little bit of an aberration that if you ran it back again, it probably doesn't go that way. Um, and Kyrie gives him a little insurance in, in, in that regard. He also brings a potential atom bomb to your organization, which is what makes this so incredibly fascinating. I, I'm so conflicted, Al, because the Laker fan in me is like, don't go near this guy. You've seen what this guy does. He's going to sabotage the team. He's going to – whatever looks good in the moment is going to be a disaster a month from now, a year from now, whatever it's going to be. He's Kyrie Irving. It's what he does. The talk show host in me is, can we get it done today? Can, can, can we get him in here right now? Because everything that would be said about him here is something that I want to be a part of. Can I can – I, I'm going to go back to your – NBA fandom or your Laker fandom. Let's stick to that part because I think just just it, it's clear if you had said before the season started, you know what, guys, this just isn't going to happen. Um, this this chapter is closed. Let's start moving on. LeBron, uh, I know he can't get traded this year, but maybe next year you kind of start thinking if he still wants to compete for a championship, it's not going to happen here. What can you get for Anthony Davis? I, I was not on that I was not on that boat, but the reason why I bring it up is because um they're clearly not preparing for the future. They are they are currently in the present and they are still all in on the present and they still believe with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, they maybe got an uppercut shot to make some to, to make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. Now they're sitting in thirteenth or twelfth wherever they are but AD's played 50% of the season or a little bit over that. Um, it, to me, it's not a franchise that I feel like in five years from now, I, exact, I know exactly where they're going to be and what they're doing, which is probably why I lean towards you're already this far all in. Why not push the cards all the way to the center and, uh, and take your chances? All right, let's go to um, Glendora this time and Gilbert. Gilbert, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Um I think uh, Irving is a garbage fire. I think it's important to have it because it's warm, but it's toxic. <laughs> we don't need it. We don't. We don't need them. We got those draft picks. Let's just go oh, you get need a him. point guard next year. Well, so here, here's the thing, Gilbert. It, it's a weird deal. It's a funny line, by the way. It's warm, but it's toxic. I like that. I'm going to be stealing that and calling it my own, just so you know. But you do need him. You you absolutely need him. Like Al, I said to you, I don't know if it was earlier today or yesterday or what, but. There isn't a player out there that if you put him on the Lakers, I'm like, oh, okay, you have my full attention. They can beat anybody right now. I didn't think that Kyrie Irving was in the mix because well, he is a that. player available, right? Right. right. Yep. A, a player that not talking Zach Levine or any of these other guys that are nice players, but it doesn't change the overall calculus of the NBA. Kyrie Irving might, but everything that you said after that is also true. And, and it's it's like we got ten lines here. I'm looking at, and eight of them are do it, you know. So Laker fans want this to happen. I'm just 
trying to make sure that everybody's eyes are as open as they can that when, not if, when Kyrie Kyrie's that you guys remember this in this moment. This is one of those things that I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying just be prepared for what happens when he Kyrie's. By the way, it's so funny when you said eight of the ten calls are probably, hey, go get Kyrie, yeah. right? Which is, listen, that's natural. That's that's. I, I put up a poll on Twitter. Literally, Trav, 80%. Yeah. 80, 80% go get him. Let's try another one. Let's go to Lake Balboa. Solomon. Solomon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys, thanks so much. Uh, three quick points, if you don't mind. Number one, assuming everyone's healthy, LeBron, AD, and Kyrie, I'm sorry, that team's coming out of the West. That is a massive, massive uh, improvement, and uh, that's going to be a very tough team to beat. Flaws and all from the current Lakers. Secondly, I know he's a head case. He wins it every year. Head case of the year award, just put Kyrie's <laughs> name on the trophy, okay? I think LeBron can handle him. They work together in Cleveland. He's already apologized. He said it was a mistake. Last point real quick. At the time, we were very worried as Laker fans about Ron Artest coming to the Lakers. We said, oh, my God, what in God's name are you doing? This was right after the Malice in the Palace, right? It all worked out. Those are my three points. Thanks, Solomon. Al? Yeah, the, the Malice in the Palace. The meta comp I'm not crazy about because – I think Meta ended up with Sacramento, and then he ended up with the Rockets. If you remember that Rockets team, I think went seven games against the Lakers. Uh, that was the Yao Ming team. Uh, so it was it was pretty far after where you got to that point. And the structure of the Lakers, the structure of Powell, the structure of Kobe, the structure of Derek Fisher, the structure of Phil Jackson, there what you were walking into a situation where there was some real structure, right? And I think right now. Um, Kyrie would be walking into a situation where uh, the Darvin Ham, I actually have more. I have, I have, Darvin Ham is such a player's coach that I, I have some optimism that because Darvin Ham's in there, but really the most optimism is because Braun is sitting there. The only thing I say about the Braun and Kyrie, they did do it together. Kyrie was early in his career. Yeah, I was just There's say, a I'll, lot that's happened since they Kyrie. Haven't, they haven't been together since 2017. It's a long time ago. That's all, and Kyrie Irving. What has year not, was he by then? I can't even remember. He had been like five years in something sure, like that. Sure, in the league or, but the point is, is that Kyrie Irving hasn't become more predictable over time. He's become less predictable over time. Will LeBron have an influence on him? Yes, I believe that he will. Are we certain that he won't Kyrie? Absolutely not. Yeah, a- a- absolutely not. And I don't think. I, this is not a disrespectful to Darvin Ham in any way, or at least I don't mean it to be. And and I'd say the same about Rob Polinka. I'd say the same about Jeannie Bush. I would say this about just about everybody that's not named LeBron James. Nobody's reeling that dude in. Nobody. No, no one has. The Cavs couldn't do it. The Celtics couldn't do it. The Nets couldn't do it. Steve Nash couldn't do it. Kevin Durant couldn't do it. James Harden couldn't do it. Ben, n- nobody can. He He's on his own program. He's also really, really good. <laughs> you know, it's, if, it's, if I'm gonna, it's so if, complicated. If, Trav, if I'm going to play devil's advocate on the – and I don't have the answer for this, but I think a lot of people thought coming into the season, hey, Russ ain't coming off the bench. I think a lot of people also thought, hey, Russ is – that guy's going to do his own thing. Believe it or not, I, I think there is a relationship with Darvin Ham and Russ, and I'm not trying to compare their personalities, Russ's personality to, to Kyrie, because you could not like Kyrie's – or you could not like Russ's game – 
Russ is showing up to work every day. Yep. Russ has the respect of a lot of people in the league, yep. even though he can go two for 16 like he did yesterday, but it's never a question of, is Russ showing up to the office today? That yep. party's going to do. No, you're you're right about that. It's there, There's never, with Russell Westbrook, it's never, dude, do you even want to be here? Like, And I don't mean like on the Lakers. I mean, do you even want to be in the NBA? Like, do, do you even want to play basketball? With Kyrie Irving, that question gets asked frequently. Like, do, do you want to be a team, a member of a team or not? Do you want to play in this league or not? And his actions, I don't care what he says, his actions demonstrate that sometimes he doesn't. He, he, he just, no, I don't. I'm going to take some time off for this, that, or the next thing. And that, okay, but don't think that that's not going to happen the next time he goes to the Lakers or wherever he comes next. Still loaded up on phone calls. We're going to take more of those. Uh, why don't you want it to happen? I want to hear from you guys as well. 877-710-ESPN. Lots of people are all in. That's next. Plus, Emily's going to tell us what we need to watch this weekend. It's all straight ahead. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Fall Guy TV theme song. Great one. Do you know, Taylor, who the uh, artist is on this? Who's singing? I don't know. Do you? No, I don't. Oh, I thought it may be on your YouTube channel. I did. I'll, I'll, it, it sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard this voice before. Here. It's right. either 50 or genuine. <laughs> I don't know if they have a country groove going on with with those two guys along the way. By, by the way, Trav, you know what I forgot to mention? Let's just say hypothetically that trade happened. Russ and Kyrie, or Russ and uh, and KD would be back together. Oh, yeah. I guess that that would be true, right? What would have thought? Yeah. OKC to Brooklyn. Weird stuff comes so, so together. Lee Majors, by the way, sings this song. Oh, Lee Majors sings the yep. – that's why. Lee Majors was the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. He was also the six million dollar man. He was also Damn. on Bonanza, Lee, or maybe it was oh, Big Valley. He was on one of those Western shows as well. Lee Majors had chops to sing. Who knew? All right. Uh, Woj tweeted. This was now three minutes ago. Um, ESPN sources. <laughs> thank you, Taylor. Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving has not shared a list of preferred teams, but he has maintained an interest in the Lakers. LA is expected to be among the teams that will explore a possible trade with the Nets. So mm. um, there you go. It, it, he's always kind of had his eye on the Lakers. The Lakers have always kind of had their eye on him. The LeBron James connection obviously makes a lot of sense, but you know, if if Woj is is saying that, then I think there's probably a lot of mutual interest on both sides for all the obvious reasons. 
Laker fans want it to happen, Slee. The, the mm-hmm. more phone calls we take, the more that it goes from 80% to 85 to 90 I don't think there's a lot of people saying, have you ever seen Kyrie Irving do what he does before? Run for the hills. They want it to go down. So, uh, listen, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to this. If I felt like the Lakers were in a completely different position, if I didn't feel like they were all in, if I felt like, hey, guys, here's the five-year plan that the Lakers have – Maybe I would look differently at this, but I think it's because I know they're in a we-need-to-win-right-now. I know the clock is ticking on LeBron James, and I also know that Kyrie's a really, really, really good basketball player. Does it come with an incredible amount of risk? It does. Are those two 2027 and 2029 first-rounders, are those critical to the Lakers organization down the road? They are. Um, But at the same time, I think the one thing the Lakers have been hoping for, and it's almost like you're trying to hit a grand slam, but there's only two guys on base, is will there be a player that comes available before the trade deadline that we think could now put us in the mix either with all the other upper echelon teams in the West or make us the favorite? I think Kyrie can do that for you. Let's try another call here. Let's go to Santa Clarita and Tommy. Tommy, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Tommy? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Love your show. Um, no, but, yeah, I would not want Kyrie. Uh, for all the reasons you guys have said, I think he's just a big wild card. Um, I don't think we should give up, you know, our future draft picks for a guy that could be essentially a rental. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. And then just a question is, I guess, you know, how would you feel or how would the Lakers, how should the Lakers feel if he went to a team like the Clippers and won a championship? Al? Um... How would I feel if he went to the Clippers and won a championship? I think just in general, however the Clippers won a championship, I'd feel a certain way. But if Kyrie went to another team and the Lakers didn't strike and that team ended up winning a championship, I think like anybody else, there would be, well, why didn't we do it? We should have done it, right? Like I, I think that's a natural thing to think, natural thing to feel. I don't know how many teams are going to line up for Kyrie. I do think there are teams that think, think we got right. the right culture, we got the right players. We're trying to win right now. There's going to be a few of them, yeah. but I don't know how many teams that's going to be, Travis. Yeah, I agree with that, Slee. I, I don't know how many there will be. There will be some, for sure. Clippers but may. Th- maybe. Um, but I, here's the part that I don't agree with. If any team, Lakers included, is saying, no, 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 we have the infrastructure. This guy's going to be good for us. You're out of your damn mind. If you think that your culture – Clipper culture, Bucks culture, Portland, whatever it is. It literally doesn't matter. That Oh, no, no, he'll be different when he comes here. The Celtics thought that. The Nets thought that. The Cavs thought that. That everywhere he's been, they're like, no, now that he's in the right environment, now that he's getting the support that he needs, now that he has this teammate or that teammate or this coach or that coach, everything's going to be just fine. No. You're, you are setting yourself up for an incredible disappointment if you honestly believe that. If the calculus on bringing him in is listen he's really good we can use him and we're going to cross our fingers and hope that we win a championship before he loses his mind again that's the calculus you need to do because that could happen too the Lakers could sign him he could get white hot he -hmm. could help them win a championship Mm -hmm. and he would be saying see told you and then the very next season, he could burn the place to the ground. You just don't know with him. You're just willing to take that risk and hope that you get the benefit from it. If the Lakers really think that they're going to 
air quote fix or change him, they're out of their minds. If they're thinking it's worth the risk, now you have my attention. I'm willing to play the game of high risk, high reward, but do not fool yourself into thinking, oh, no, 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 our culture will have him fit right in. That's well, not that, happening. That, that's my foundation. I think what you just said right there, it's worth the risk. That's it. Like that, that, that to me is what it comes down to. It comes down to he's a good enough player, a needed player on this team. I know he's a needed player everywhere, but literally go look at the Lakers roster. That's exactly the type of player that they would need. Um, and I, I think – you know, you mentioned it earlier, and I think a couple callers have mentioned it as well. The one thing that the Lakers would have that none of the other teams have if they traded for Kyrie, they got LeBron. Mm-hmm. There is a relationship there. There is a um, we've done it together before. There has been um, Kyrie saying, you know, I, I I took it for granted that relationship that I did have with LeBron James. As his career has progressed or whatever the case is, no other team can say that. Yeah, yep. Good luck. <laughs> that's a, you're, Tra- you're, you're Trevor, right. That's part of the mix, right? You're, you're like that, right. That's part of the risk luck. reward. It is a risk. You're not. You're. You're a hundred percent. It is a risk. You're rolling the die. The question is, is just, is it worth that risk? I think it is. This goes right back to the. You can tell me whatever you want. I'm just going to go on what you've done. I'm, I'm going to go on what you do, not on what you say. What he does is he burns places to the Things ground. Things have changed. <laughs> Good luck with that. Let's try another one. Let's try North Hollywood and Arden. Arden, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, I was totally going to make a point on how Kyrie has played with LeBron, but, you know, we all know that. But if you take a look at this season, the Lakers struggle in one place, actually in two places. How many close games have we lost? because we just don't have a bona fide closer. And Kyrie is that closer. He's shown he can do that. And the Lakers also need a third option. Now, whether you put LeBron at one, two, or three, doesn't matter. However, they need that third guy they can give the ball to and say, hey, get us a bucket. We need it now. And I think you definitely go all in on Kyrie. Arden, what are you eating? What's, what, what, it, it, I, I don't know what it is, but Trav, I just got hungry. I didn't even know what was going on. I, I was mesmerized point. by the voice. What a great voice. Deep, resonant. That sounded thing. amazing. Elizabeth Holmes asked. <laughs> yeah, but just very, very impressive. Um, I, I Look, I sure. Is Kyrie Irving a, a good closer? Yeah, he is. LeBron James is on the team. I mean, it's not like the Lakers don't have somebody that's a, willing to take a big shot or willing to take a lot of pressure on. That LeBron is LeBron. And to say that they need a closer, I think that's a little disrespectful to uh, old LeBron James the, well, if I, he's on your team and you're saying, well, we don't have a guy that can close a game. I think to play off his point, they've been so bad in the final. They have. They have. You know, and, I, and again, part of that is because they just stand there and everybody's looking at LeBron and they just dribble the ball for 20 seconds and then they take a bad shot. That's part of the reason. So I think that's what he's referring to more is, hey, two minutes left in the game. How do you close out a game? Here's a guy that can legitimately close games. Um, but that's more – Lakers just don't – they don't execute in the, fin- the end of the game. They don't run plays at the end of games. That, that to me, is more of an issue. Let's go where Slee spent about four hours last night on the freeway in Anaheim. And Tyler, Tyler, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to say I'm a big fan of you guys. Thank you. All right. So, I believe Kyrie to the Lakers does work. One, he's won it with LeBron. And if someone that – LeBron's someone that's going to be able to, you know, manage him, not manage him. Uh-oh. I, I think, think he got lost in traffic. I think he got swallowed up by the yeah, Caltrans that's... work going on in Anaheim. <laughs> he hit a cone. <laughs> 
<laughs> he hit one of the codes. <laughs> they look. They they do work well together. There there is upside to this. There's no question about it. I I am not a hard no on this. I'm it's a, fascinating. I, it really a, is fascinating. I am a go into this with your eyes wide open. What what I don't want to hear from and okay, I'm gonna run the tape forward. Okay, let's say that this weekend it gets done. Okay? okay. Lakers have announced that they have made a deal for Kyrie Irving. I would like the late and I, this will never happen, but I would love to see Rob Polinka or Darvin Ham or Jeannie or whoever go, Yeah, man, I don't know. Let's see what happens next. But we felt like we had to do it. Cool. I, I I think that that's fine. But if it's a, oh, we think with the infrastructure that we've built and we've talked to Kyrie and he's told us this and he's told us that, I'm going to roll my eyes so hard I'm going to break my neck. Right? <laughs> but if it's just, listen, he's really good. He and LeBron together are proven that it's good enough to win a title and we're going to go for it. Okay, cool. Just don't sell me the he's different this time because he's not and it will be bad at some point. Just know that going in. And if you're saying a title worth whatever comes after that, that's worth it. I'm on board with that. There's no argument you could make genuinely if you made any argument other than what you just said. So what you just said is, in my opinion, the only way to have a reasonable conversation about this topic. And if the conversation, if you want to make it more Guys, don't give up those two picks. It's too valuable. No, let's just wait. Wait till the offseason. See what you can do from there. Go make a big blockbuster trade, but just don't do it for Kyrie and use those picks somewhere else. You can make that case as well. But if anyone is making any other case other than what you just said about, I don't, it, it could turn out completely bad. He can decide not to show up work to work tomorrow, but he could also drop 35 in any right. game and win you an NBA championship with Braun and AD. That's the argument. All right, we got more phone calls that we're going to get to for sure. Plus, Emily's going to stack up your DVR for the weekend or your streaming service. She's going to take control yeah, and tell you what you need to watch. Me? That's who. I need to know what it is. She's going to help all you get DVR those things. all those VCRs and that VCRs. I think there is one in my garage still. I don't know if I have any tapes, but I still have the machines. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, guys. So <laughs> this is not the theme for the show that I'm talking about. But if you know the title of the song, it is the title of the show that I'm going to talk about. It's called Poker Face. Uh, it's on Peacock. 
And it has been probably in a lot of the commercials you've been watching lately on a lot of, it's been in a lot of commercials for football games, basketball games, are trying to push it really hard on Peacock. So, but here's my, here's my little sales pitch. So it's written and directed by Ryan Johnson, or at least the first two episodes are directed by Ryan Johnson, who is the creator of Glass Onion, Knives Out. Um, he directed the episode The Fly of Breaking Bad. Like he's been around your life for a while. Um, it's, released its first four episodes right away in the first week that it was there and after that it's been like a weekly release on thursdays so right now there's only five episodes available and the only episode you have to watch in order is the first one so the first one gives you a little background on natasha leone's character who's the main um main actress I like her. she's great she has the, the iconic like raspy voice she looks like she's been chain smoking for 18 years <laughs> but um it's and it's kind of like a it's a murder of the week kind of show in the air of Columbo and the air of murder she wrote. It's kind of that aspect. So you know who commits the murder in the first minute of the episode, and they have to figure out how Natasha Leone's character gets to find out who killed him. And so she confronts them. She's not a cop. She's just um, she's just a woman on the road who has a unique skill for figuring out whether or not people are lying to her. So that's why it's called Poker Face. She's a well-known gambler, and so she is really good at playing poker, and she's been blackballed from casinos. And so she's on the road running for her life, and that's kind of the from only- From the casinos? Yes, from the casinos trying to come and get Did her. Did she steal from them? She stole from them, but she also may or may not have done something at the end of the first episode that would make you want to be on the run. Ah. So- so that's kind of the leave, leaving off the first. That's episode. not bad. That's not bad. That's kind of interesting, right yeah. there. It's funny. It's topical. It has great guest stars that you might not like jump off the page right away, but like you'll see them and you're like, oh, I recognize that, that guy. A lot of that the, guy. The yes. only thing, Emily, yeah. I just felt like for this pitch, I thought you were going to say, "Hey guys, welcome." <laughs> um, can I get you a water or a cup of coffee or something? She went right yeah. into the pitch. Just like I was she's, in she's trying to sell some timeshares here. <laughs> right, exactly. It does the first episode does take place in Reno? Um, additionally, some of the the guest stars that you see is Adrian Brody, uh, Hung Chow. So if you watch the menu, she is the um, she's one of the main people in the menu. Uh, it's really popular right now. Um, the guy from Get Out, uh, but Natasha Leone is is the real drive for why you watch it, and it's for the style in which. Um, Ryan Johnson does murder mystery. If you like little jokes and it's kind of like it's a throwback while also being very modern and it's it's really fun and it's just a fun show to watch. It's never that serious. It's never that crazy. It's just you can come in and come out and it's great. It's on Peacock. That's the part of the pitch that I like, Slee. That it's easy. Okay. You can come in, you can drop in, you can drop out. It doesn't matter which order you watch them in. It's not you don't walk out of there thinking that the world is going to come to an end because it is and they're just reminding you that it is. Yeah, this, no zombies. Yeah, that that I, I like that. I, that Should Trav so- watch that before after about Babylon. <laughs> I think that he can watch it uh, before and after and forever over Babylon. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think that it's something that you can watch the first two episodes and be fine. You can watch one at a time. It's very bingeable, but you don't have to binge. Um, and I think there is a free version of Peacock, so you don't necessarily have to have the streaming service Peacock to watch this. But it's worth it if you just want to try out the service, and it's a really great show. You know what's funny? That she said you don't have to binge it. I've come to a very... Con- uh, solid conclusion in my life al okay i don't like to binge things i'm not a i'm not a binger i i want an episode and i'm good and and if i like it i'll come back and watch another one a day or two later maybe the following weekend or whatever i don't want to just sit down and be immersed in one thing for multiple hours in a row it's so easy 
when they just start getting and if especially if it's a good show and it was a good episode and then all of a sudden it's like hey starting in five yeah four and i'm like gosh dang it i get I can sit through two. I can't do any more. Than I can. Two. I can maybe get through a second one occasionally, but I. I like to keep it moving. And I like to stare at my phone next. If it's if it's one episode <laughs> a week, you can like. Oh, I, I wonder what's going to happen next week. You have like a whole week of like yeah, building up like anticipation, that. as opposed to when you binge it all in a weekend, you kind of forget what happened in like episode four. Like you don't forget things when it happens week by week, but when you binge something, you can forget it. But yeah, poker face. It is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN. Of course, it is presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. And this is uh, the weekend where the Pro Bowl it takes place. They already started some of the skills competition. Did you see Derek Carr? Al, did you? Because he he got added to the Pro Bowl. It's in Vegas. It's a little awkward. And he went out there and lit it up like hitting golf carts and bullseye targets did you see that okay this isn't a Derek Carr thing it's just I don't watch this stuff to begin with yeah football, football just NFL has not um it has I, I barely even do it I still do it for the NBA all-star weekend but even that is not that attractive to me so I did not see Derek Carr so he was awesome like he was hitting these targets from 40 yards away there's moving targets he he looked like the second coming of Patrick Mahomes throwing in shorts without a helmet on in Las Vegas and it was it was it Ryan Clark Emily that asked him the question yeah that's right so Ryan Clark and he had this exchange uh after he lit up the Pro Bowl skills competition Derek you've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before you've been on fire have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas not that hot probably why i'm going somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) nice okay so he little self-deprecating it's pretty funny but is there anything more on brand than Derek carr being good at that and not at actual football (laughs) no can i tell you and that's that's actually such there are certain athletes where when you just said Derek carr just killed it on that (laughs) i'm like carr of course he did and in my head, I'm like, be bad at that. Don't be good. <laughs> Don't kill it at this right now. Yeah, look, Patrick Mahomes would probably go out there and get zero points. Josh yeah. Allen would get negative four points. Derek Carr got 68. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't don't be good at that. Be good at football. Uh, don't be good at, at hitting on, the golf cart with a with a bullseye taped to the back door and and hit it for. It's like it just it was so on brand. For Derek Carr, I just like, come on, man. You like dirt a couple of those on purpose. Not this this one. looks bad. Not this one. <laughs> this looks really bad for you. How are you going to spend your last uh, non football weekend before the Super Bowl? Um, mom's birthday this weekend. So nice. we're going to uh, spend birthday. some time with her over the weekend. Uh, honestly, just do some family stuff, kind of hang around, watch poker uh, face, <laughs> watch poker face because of that, that sales pitch. Got Lakers tomorrow, so we'll get a little Lakers-Pelicans in as well. So I still got my uh, sports uh, fix for the weekend. Happy birthday to Mother Sliwa, and congratulations to her for hitting another one. It's always a big, big deal. What'd you get for her birthday? Did you oh, get yeah. her a gift Did you buy or a present? just presents? Um, just, we're actually going to go on Sunday. Uh, she's got a little massage uh, planned at a nice hotel out here, so take her for that, and then uh, we're all going to take her out to lunch. That's perfect. That, yeah. that is a perfect gift. And by the way, Emily, your gift or non-gift is also the thing that moms want more. Just just come over. Just, be there. just, yes. just hang out and yes. be there and spend time with everybody and spend, all of the children, right? Are your sisters coming too, Al? Yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. Mm-hmm. So you got you got everybody in the house, and it's a, it's a win along the way. Let's try a couple more of these uh, Laker phone calls. Of course, 
The breaking news is is that Kyrie Irving has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. He would like to be moved before the trade deadline, which is next Thursday, uh, telling the team that if they do not accommodate his trade request, that he's going to leave the team as a free agent at the end of the year, um, which, you know, that's that's a real threat. This is how you, if you want to get traded, this is how you get traded. You do that. Obviously, the Lakers are, are right near the top of the list, and Laker fans seem like they are 100% in now. And by the way, this is the latest request. This is not a request from earlier with the Brooklyn Nets. We wanted to clarify that. This is a new request. Has anybody checked in on Durant and see how he feels about this whole thing? Like, hey, you you wanted a trade, what, three months ago? You still And then you said you were good? Or where, where are you in this whole thing? You know what would have been a better story is if, like, Patty Mills requested a trade from the Nets. You know, just get <laughs> – let's get a different player. <laughs> it's just so incredibly good. Let's try one right here. Uh, Ken in Orange County. Ken, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ken? Hi, guys. Well, a couple of your callers and Alan made the points that I want to make. The biggest weakness the Lakers have right now is their guards. First half of last night, they were a minus 27. And, of course, Westbrook's two for 16, but he also bricked two free throws in the fourth quarter. You can't have that. They're not going to win at all. Take the chance. Go for probably one of the best shooting point guards in the NBA, and you've got a darn good chance of winning the West. Ken, appreciate you calling in. Trav, you want, you want it's kind of funny. The Lakers have, even after they traded Kendrick Nunn, I feel like they still have 34 guards on the team. <laughs> okay? and but, they, but Ken calls in a lot to the postgame show, and I, I think that's actually a good example of there are a lot of times where, I don't know, it doesn't matter really who's in. If 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 Russ is in, is that much that much different than Patrick Beverly? If Pat Bev's in, is that much different than not really. Lonnie Walker? Like you know what I'm saying, not like really. there's there's not like a big difference. So you have a lot of average to below average, if I want to call it that, NBA players that at the guard position. So it, it's it's certainly a weakness for them. So Emily just passed along something that Bobby Marks uh, tweeted out a, a little bit ago, or actually it was on television. These are the teams that are equipped to trade for Kyrie mm. Irving. It's the Lakers, obviously, but here are the other four that seem like they could get something done if they were inclined to get something done. Dallas, Miami, Minnesota, in the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And, and look, I would if he's going to come, I would like to see him come to the Lakers because I think it would be incredible theater, and I think that the possibility of just the most unforeseen debacle is in the mix, which is oddly compelling. But if I had to pick a second team, it's the Clippers. Imagine a team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Kyrie Irving. And Ty Lue is the coach, won a championship with him. That's not what I meant. Ty Lue is a good coach and won a championship. I'm not talking three good players. I'm talking about Kawhi, who is Mm. odd, Mm. right? I'm talking about Paul George, who seems to be, you know, he's a great player, but not exactly the guy that's going to grab everybody else by the jersey and say, hey, wake the hell up, let's go. And then Kyrie Irving. I don't need to say that that mix of Mm. personalities – Oh, I mean, yeah. Let's if the if you can't come to the Lakers, I'd like to see that because again, this just feels like something that could be absolutely explosive. So, that, by the way, that's that's a really good question too. Are are these teams approaching this and saying, um, okay, hey, we're in a battle here. The Lakers want him, and it, the Miami Heat want him. The Clippers want him. 
I, and I don't have the answer to that, but I wonder if these other teams are looking at this situation. We got to get Kyrie. We got to. No, no, no. We're going to roll. We want to roll the dice. We want to take that chance on Kyrie. Uh, or if it's more, all right, well, we'll have the conversation, but we are not going to go try to move heaven and earth to get him where the Lakers, I think, would move some of the <laughs> heaven and earth assets that they have to get him. Yeah, I. I... I wonder how much of we're going to do it so the other guy can't do it there is because if you if you wanted to give a clinic on how to be a bad organization that's how you do it that you do it to prevent the other team from doing yeah. it you need yeah. to make a decision is this a good decision for me or not and if it is let's try to do it if it's not then I don't care who gets them this is a bad idea for me that you don't do it because well if we don't they will that that's how you get yourself in the worst possible positions, and I think that may be in play here, which is exciting. Out of all those teams, Trav, just kind of blindly looking at it, the Heat are one of those teams I could see them saying, "We'll take a shot at this." Yeah, and and you ain't you're not going to change Kyrie like you said, but that's one of those organizations that I think we'll bring him in here. And we'll take our chances and go from there. They, that, just out of those teams that were They'll listening. go into it with their eyes wide open. They mm-hmm. will not go into it with a we can change them. They'll go into it that we know what we're getting and let's hope it works. Pat Riley's too smart for that. The Dump Super Cross Talk coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, earlier today, before the show, Slee, I'm holding it up to the camera. I don't know uh, if you can really make out exactly what this is. Taylor comes in this morning. He's like, Trav, I know that you've been on a little bit of a nostalgia kick um, Mm -hmm. of late. This is a game program, okay, from a game between the New York Yankees and Philadelphia Athletics. You ready for it? From 1949. Wow. That was his grandfather's. And it's in. it looks like it was printed yesterday. It is in wow. perfect condition. The interior scorecard has been filled out. He kept score for the game. It's so unbelievably cool. And Taylor and I were looking at it this morning. This thing is 18 pages long. Do you want to take a guess at how many ads for whiskey there are in 18 pages? 18 pages, yes. ads was, uh, ads for different whiskey. Different ads, this was different companies. Okay, 19, you said 1949. Nineteen forty nine. Yes. Uh I'm gonna go with seven. <laughs> Close. Eight. There are eight different whiskey companies that advertise in this program. Would you like to take a guess at how many different cigarette companies are advertising in this? Five. Very close again. Six. So you have eight whiskey companies and six cigarette companies and then you got an ad for motor oil on the back i the, come the, have a good time 1949 they like to drink smoke and watch baseball and if i just didn't have to smoke i feel like i would have fit right in That's there's an funny. ad for a vj day celebration in here <laughs> okay <laughs> this is the coolest thing i've looked at in quite some time good job That's awesome thank you for bringing that in um magic johnson just tweeted not that long ago personally I'd love to see Kyrie in the purple and gold. Um, sure. I, I think 
I think everybody wants to see it. For one reason or another, we're kind of intrigued by the possibility of him seeing it because it might lead to a championship. It might lead to a legendary debacle. But I think we're all kind of interested in seeing what may happen next. Listen, I, I, I think – you know, if I'm just looking at it from just basketball, pure basketball, they, they need the guy. They're kind of in this weird position where, you know, AD's got to be there every single night, and that doesn't guarantee you anything. I think there's a, I don't know if desperation is the right word, but you're, you're kind of in that no man's land of you're not good enough to win the whole thing, and you're also not trying to rebuild. So part of it is let's take the risk. This is wild to think about. So North Carolina and Duke are going to play – at Duke tomorrow, okay. um, Tar Heels, Blue Devils, and for the first time since the 1961-62 season, so not super long after Taylor's grandfather went to that game, Yeah, for the first time, there will be a game where Mike Krzyzewski, yep. Dean Smith, or Roy Williams is not on the sidelines. Wow. 1961. Come on. How about that? That what is that? That's fi- no, that's sixty years, sixty-one years since one of those three guys wasn't there. Oh my gosh! All right, let that sink in here. Coach K, Dean Smith, Roy Williams, first time in sixty-plus years, one of those dudes not on the sideline. That's crazy. That's amazing. Will you watch? I will not. Neither will I. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, well, okay, was there a time? Was there a time? Where Duke, North Carolina, hey, I want to see that. It means something. I'm going to spend a little time watching it. Funny you should ask. Okay, so this is my story for Duke, North Carolina basketball. Do you know how they got me to call my cable company, ESPN? Because back when ESPN2 originally launched, they were geniuses. They put the Carolina-Duke game on ESPN2. And, and very few people had ESPN2. So you had to either go to a bar or wherever that had it, or, hey, call your cable company and tell them that you want them to add Add ESPN2. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm. I I did. It was So that's the first time. That's how much I cared about it. It was a Duke-Carolina game, middle of the season, regular season game, not a huge deal, but I wanted to see it, and I picked up the phone and called whoever the cable company was at the time and said, give me my deuce, which is what we called it back in the day. Now I'm canceling if it's on there. I don't want it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, is there a way for me to block this so I don't have to see this? Say that again, Em. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, Derek Jeter said that uh, he had a unique skill in getting out of a slump, uh, and he told this to my favorite late-night show host, uh, Jimmy Fallon. I had a new teammate that I played with in 2002. And he always had a gold thong hanging from his locker. And he told me, anytime you struggle, you wear the gold thong, you're guaranteed to get a hit. Now, I thought the guy was crazy. So in 2004, I went through the worst offensive stretch of my career. Every day I'd walk in, he'd point at the thong. So, so finally, I, I wore the thong. Now, it wasn't thong the skin. I had shorts on underneath. So I put the thong over the shorts. First pitch, home run. <laughs> So, gold thong. If you ever find yourself in a little bit of a slump sleeve, whatever it may be, you just pop on the gold thong and you're ready to go. Respectable that the shorts were on and you just put them over the shorts and then went out there and just hit a home run in his first at bat. <laughs> the question, I wish there was a follow-up question, when did you decide to take the gold thong off? I don't know how long it lasted. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely taking it up the next at bat for sure. This is the plot of Bull Durham, by the way, right? Where it's not a gold thong, but it's garter belts that he, that he wears, Nuke Lelouch wears along. Baseball players, and I have my hand in the air, I'm among them, 
are both the most superstitious and the dumbest people on earth. That we believe that these things help us because they do. Slee, he okay, got a hit with the thong on. Question: When you were playing or just I don't know, being around the game, whatever it is, what percentage are all in on that? Those those I have to do this because 80. it's the baseball game. Eighty. Eighty. And are the other twenty like incredibly disrespectful to all of it? No. They 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 don't buy in fully, but they but do. They not walk a fine line. Be, what, what if it's true? You don't, you don't want to be the guy that aggravates the gods a little bit. That is a very a bad way to do it. And all you guys relax. There's a Chinese weather balloon over Montana. No big deal. Just keep Fun. it moving. We're all good. And that's the last thing we'll say in the dump before we do a little super cross talk. So the uh, sports talk radio gods gave us one today. Yeah, although you know what sucks about it is you, you get up in the morning yeah. uh, at 7 o'clock in the morning, you start putting together stuff. I'm right. going to do this here, and at uh, 1.40 I'm going to do this. Sure. And, I'm gonna, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the dogs, you bring them home from a walk, and it's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Here we go. So about 10 o'clock this morning, um, if you're just jumping in your car right now or whatever, going out to grab a bite to eat, Kyrie Irving told the Nets... I don't want to be here anymore. I would like to be traded prior yes. to the deadline next Thursday. And if you don't accommodate my request, I will be leaving at the end of the season as a free agent. So it kind of puts some little bit of heat on him. Sure. Uh, obviously, very quickly transition to the Lakers, should they do it or not. Um, I, as a talk show host, am all in. Oh, hashtag content. <laughs> as a Laker fan, I'm less enthusiastic really? about it. I, I'm not a hard no. Right. It's not a hard no. I'm just... We're going into this with our eyes wide open, right? Correct. I, that we, I'm okay taking a shot. I'm okay understanding that he really does take them from where they are right now to they're as good as anybody else. Yep. Real contender. But. Legit. And we all know what the but is. Yeah. And, and that, I think, is where the conversation starts. Yeah. Well, I think the word is uh, enigmatic. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very nice way to Temperamental. say it. Temperamental. Yes. Erratic. Erratic. Yes. Sometimes unreliable. Toxic sometimes. Toxic, <laughs> explosive, be. explosive. Doesn't seem entirely committed to the idea of being a professional basketball player. Controversial. Yes. All these things. Mm -hmm. And fifty percent, a hundred percent of the time. So yeah. So there's a and injury prone. And injury yes. prone. Right. So there's a poll floating around out there. I I put up the standard. You know, should the Lakers trade for Kyrie? And it's like ninety percent yes, ten percent no. It's like yeah. people want. Uh, I saw a poll. Will Mason be all in on Kyrie to the Lakers? Mm. Yes, no. Where did you vote? I voted. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. in. I well, yeah. here's here's the thing. You you got a chance, right? How often do we talk about the LeBron window? We're in the LeBron window. This is it. This juices it in a way that seemed unimaginable 12 hours ago. Didn't and, seem like it was realistic. Yeah. Yeah, and now I I mean, am I stupid to say I think it's likely? I think it's likely. Oh, th this has Lakers written <laughs> this is all likely over to it. happen. Like if Rob Palinka must have been just scrambling around looking for a phone. He's <laughs> like just screaming around the facility. Somebody give me a phone, damn it. <laughs> Where's my phone? <laughs> well, it's if you think about it realistically, um what what Palinka has said over and over again is that uh, we're keeping those draft picks mm -hmm. unless we see a player out there that we think can make us a contender, and this is the window yep. open now for him to make a deal like well, that. And, and Mace, to add to that quote, uh, we every resource we have 
will be in play if they could accomplish what you're talking about. This kind of fits exactly what he was referring to. Well, I, I've been saying, and you guys have heard me say it a million times. I was in the camp of don't do anything. I, just, just, just let this thing play out, and whatever happens is going to happen. Do not take your few remaining assets to go from not very good to slightly better than that. Right. And I'd said it. Al's heard me say it a bunch. If there was somebody out there that took you from where you are to, hey, look, we can beat anybody, then you have my attention. Right. That's this. It, it, it also could be that thing that three months from now, we're going, what in the world did we totally do? Totally could how, be. How, how, did we, how did we decide that, and I'll use this, this isn't a perfect comp, but when the Dodgers signed Trevor Bauer, there yep. were red flags everywhere sure. that this is a bad idea. Went ahead with it. The entire press conference was, you really sure you want to do this? Yeah. And they said yes, and we got the result that we got. Yeah. This could be that times 10. Well, this speaks to how I feel about this, actually, and, and Bauer's actually a good comp with this because that was a long-term contract. If the Lakers are comfortable doing this with whatever they give up in the process – where they can treat Kyrie as a rental. And I mean, no matter what, they can go fo Like fo, to the fo, end of fo. this season? Yes, he is a rental. Fine. And you wouldn't keep him past this year? They can go fo 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 fo. It's a rental. Because you know what is eventually coming. That is a very expensive rental. They're asking for a lot. AK, why not just, um, and I think they'd be in position to do this, you don't have to give him. Nobody's saying you got to go give him a four-year deal or something like that. Uh, Brooklyn, can you give him like, a month-to-month lease? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn offered him something it's like corporate shy. housing, right? Yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn. Brooklyn you're, you're right, offered Mace, him yeah. like two. Didn't they offer him two years? Did I read that somewhere? Or am I guys? No, we're, I, I we're doing. I, the I don't thing, think though. they gave him. They didn't give him a full ex, or a a, a, a full five-year max. Was. So that's why exactly. I think if he's you, now saying if they right, feel comfortable treating this. As a walkaway, like they are rolling the dice on a title this season, mm-hmm. which they can win if they, they get them. Sure, they the, could. the West is totally to bunched that. up. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple teams that I think are the best, but it's very bunched up. Opportunity is there, but I'll say this now: if they go into a long-term commitment with Kyrie Irving, they are fools. Well, I, I think that's the rub, right? Because what you're saying, Andy, that look, I'm willing to pay an ex- an incredible premium. For what are we talking? We're talking February, March, April, May, June, five months, right? That potentially you're going to give up multiple first round draft picks, players for a five month rental, and it may or may not work out. Okay. But th- Mace, when you started to say, and Al and I have been talking about this a touch, that, well, Kyrie has said this, or he said, no, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't ever go by what he has said. Go by what he has done. Hmm. Because what he has done is everywhere he goes, they're thrilled to see him leave. <laughs> that and, and but, I've said this before. Yeah, if everywhere you go it smells like crap, it's probably okay. You. Here's and here's that's him. There is going to be some sort of nightmare scenario. Of like something something is going to. I don't know what it's going to be. Nobody impossible does. to predict what's. <laughs> he's tweeting out a link to this, or he's he's saying that, hey, or he's he not just, showing up he to could work, just not or show whatever up one he's day. doing. Exactly, all those things are possible, <laughs> and yet. The objective is to win a championship. Well, this is the other thing, though. This is the other reason why I would treat this like a rental. He's too erratic to count on long-term anyway. So I treat this as this is your championship shot. Committing beyond this championship shot to me, you're just getting what you're asking for. But you, I don't think you wouldn't commit two number ones for a rental. I mean, if they won a championship that badly, I mean, look look at the stuff that they did. 
down the stretch of you know pre they being the Lakers yeah, yeah. pre Achilles with Kobe because they were looking to get him one more championship they were looking to get Dr. Bus one more championship they gave up a lot in the process of acquiring Ramon Sessions yeah Jordan Hill then Steve Nash Dwight Howard and by the way these were all moves that I supported and I don't blame them for doing what they did I think those teams were in a little bit stronger position than this one but they did all that eyes wide open. Okay, I, I I don't think you know. Every time I hear long term, I don't think that's associated with the Lakers, right? Like I don't think they're. It's it not that they don't. It, it is it's, but, if you're a star. But what I'm saying is that I don't think that four four years from now, you and I have any idea what the direction of the Lakers is going to be, or maybe even three years from now. Yeah, right. But true. I could know that Kyrie's point. under contract for what, three years. We don't know what post LeBron is. Yeah, and, and I and I don't Nor disagree. Do I don't disagree with you that giving Kyrie a long term deal, if they gave him a max or what, four years, five years, I that is incredible. I'm with you. That is um, that I don't know. Scary is the right word to put it, but that's Stupid. concerning if they did that. But if you have him for two years, kind of go along with LeBron and Anthony Davis for can the you next split two the difference? years. Like like what Al's right. saying. Like, can you can two, you give him two, two years? I I I I could. Deal with two. Two right. years in I, addition to this one? I, yes, yes, two years. I, I could maybe deal with that. This I, plus it, two years. But because, Andy, what what if, and I'm, let's say you do your the, the AK plan, and you come in and you get beat, and let's say you get beat relatively quickly. Quickly, you're, right. Second round, you're out. Western Conference and, and semifinals, you just see you. emptied the cupboard for a playoff well, series created, or two. You created some cap space because you have Russ off your books, you have Kyrie off your books, and Kyrie has not had a lot of winning attached to him lately. But only, well, the only winning is with LeBron. Right, yeah, LeBron. But, but he did get he, years ago. But he did. Barack I, Obama was president. I, I, he, <laughs> I said the same thing. Like, come on. It was seven yeah. years right, ago. But, but in the end, isn't this going to be – I mean, Rob Palenka came out last week and said, I, I still consult with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Mm-hmm. What does LeBron James say about this? Oh, he says, of bring it on. Of course. It no on. Of course. Bring no it on. It's also what he yeah. said about Russell Westbrook. But, By the way, and it's not it's not <laughs> accidental that uh, that Kyrie came out and did a press conference where he talked about LeBron and no. all the magical, you know, no. all that stuff. I mean, it was. But it's again, almost like it's all been set up. For sure, but he could say whatever he wants. I'm not listening. I'm just going to go by what Well, they're does. listening. Yeah, but then they're they're doing it wrong. Don't, don't listen to him. What has he done? That's why go, we have Westbrook. Go, go we have by. Westbrook because they oh, no. listen to LeBron. No, I'm not going to listen to LeBron. LeBron is a reasonable person. He may yeah. make mistakes, but I'm talking about Kyrie in this situation because I, I just the the ways it could go bad are are obvious. But the the scarier part is the ones that aren't obvious. I am. <laughs> you just well, don't we know will not see it coming. Of course, we not. will never see it coming. What I am it is so disappointing because you mentioned that press conference. You know, Kyrie talking post game about you know I would have loved to play against LeBron, but you never know. I'm so disappointed in Kyrie that he did not have the self-awareness to make this trade request yesterday on Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. I would be 5% more open to this if he had had the self-awareness to do this on Groundhog Day. So what is your official position, Slee? Um, State your position. I think, Mace, I think they've been in desperation mode for, you know, since they won that championship. Yeah. They have retooled that roster every single year to try to get back to a championship, and they failed at it, obviously, for two years in a row. 
uh, you've been continuing to roll the dice. You've been mortgaging your future for the last couple of years. They just gave away three second rounders yeah. for for Rui, and whether you think that's value or not, or whatever the case is, they still gave up three second rounders. I think it is exactly what the Lakers have been waiting for: is can we get a, a real deal player to go with LeBron and AD? Russ clearly was not what they thought fit the whole thing. Kyrie, from a basketball perspective, would be an amazing fit. Yep. And you're going to have some risk that comes with it. I think it's worth the risk. Um, I am mostly in agreement with Slee. And I've been very, very vocal about I don't want Kyrie as a Laker. I've I've said this for Ireland. I know, I know Ireland, yeah. who will join us coming yeah. up, has been all in on Kyrie. Oh, yeah. get Kyrie, get Kyrie. Star effing star driven effing town. Star driven town, exactly. Losing team. Yeah. But but it's not going to be that way if they acquire Kyrie. Now the question is probably. Oh no! Come on! No, no, not come on! Come on! Anthony Davis could we could find out tomorrow. Oh, by the way, he's out six more weeks. It that's always. But with Kyrie and LeBron, you don't think they can tread water? I think you can tread water. Yes, we were talking about. And by the way, do better than tread water. Perhaps, but this is not a slam dunk. It makes them. A lot better. No question. It puts I think them, it makes them favorites in the Western Conference. I don't know if there is a favorite in the Western Conference. I, I, I think... Well, the Western Conference is a jumble. It, it is. But, I mean, but, I'll, I'll take them over... It, with Kyrie, I'd take them over Denver. They'll be the betting favorites. Take them over Memphis. Yeah, I, I, they, I, they, they almost are anyway. I know. Yeah, they, they, even with them being in 13th place. They're <laughs> yeah, the they're like 12-1 to 1 right yeah, now to win the title. Th- that's, that, that is a, a whole other can of worms. But, guys, I let me, let me kind of add this into the mix. We've all been around people who are, what was the word you used? Enigmatic? Enigmatic. Okay. They don't get less enigmatic the older they get. <laughs> no, but you- <laughs> they, 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 they become more He will have been rewarded exactly. for everything. That's what <laughs> but, I mean. But here's the, rewarded. This is called escalation, <laughs> that these things get more and more outrageous but, the older but here's you get. But here's the thing. The other thing somebody who's enigmatic does is when they first come in, they're on great behavior it's why you do usually a right it's why and, you do a and rental. then they were that then they wear out their welcome so conceivably this next run this next couple of months is a run to a title and afterwards we got him when he was most polite yeah yeah we got him at a good <laughs> the time rental period <laughs> and by the way he's been on I, I i hate to say he's been a great behavior but there's been no controversy out of brooklyn in the last couple of months yeah. while he's it's been like playing one of really those well. calendars this many yeah, days yeah. since disaster <laughs> since work this many, I, this many days since the nba oh you to, mean in other words brooklyn man shows up to work every day like this is the applause it has been 43 days since Kyrie had to be told to apologize for tweeting anti-semitic material yeah. wow it's like come on it's I mean, that's it, setting the bar it hasn't been five years it's been a month. Okay, but, just 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 out of, out of curiosity, Trav, you think it happens, or you think he ends up a Laker, or no? Yes, I do. Uh, AK, do you think he ends up a Laker, oh, or of no? Of course he does. Mace, you too. One million percent. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I, I think I think but it's, it's, it's one thing to want it. The fact that we pretty much all think it's going to happen that's interesting. It's almost like it's all been. Orchestrated yeah. in a way. I'm so glad you said that. Was this? At a, it's hard to have a master plan when Kyrie Irving is involved in it, right? But is this what Rob has been waiting for for this long? For I'm going to wait until that guy specifically yep. is available, and now we're well, going to. He's move. clearly been waiting for a star to drop in his lap. Yeah, I mean, but he's that one in particular. 
I mean, you can always count on Kyrie napalming his way out of somewhere and you having the opportunity to, to take him. But you can also say this is what LeBron was thinking all LeBron along. LeBron has gone out of his way to take up for Kyrie on multiple occasions yeah. over like the last several months. I'm here for Do it. Do with that what let's, you will. Yeah, you're go. right. He did during all the stuff going he down. He has been firmly. Yeah. When, when do you guys think we're going to have the, I can't believe that Kyrie Irving did that conversation. Uh, <laughs> Summer? March 18th. I mean, do you mean March 18th? <laughs> do you mean like between now and the deadline? Between or, the time, or as a Laker specifically, as a when the specific, Lakers acquire him, till yeah. they wear. Hey guys, did you? Are you surprised that we will he get did one blank? really great controversy <laughs> yes. before we get to the playoffs? Oh, before the playoffs. I know. I think I think we'll happen. get to the summer. I think we'll you think get, get to the summer. And I then think we'll get to the summer. Then he'll detonate. No, he didn't do that. Did yeah. He? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, he did. Yeah. I think we'll get to the summer. And do you think we get to the end of the season? I don't even know we'll get to the end of this week. <laughs> Slee? Um, I, I'm going to go off season. I'm going to go after uh, a playoff run. I mean, he does tend to do a lot of this stuff while he's negotiating. <laughs> he so does. He, you're right. He, I don't think he knows how to negotiate to his best interest. He no. seems to work against himself periodically. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.